Welcome back to Recap, the podcast where we cover some of the latest news featured on our social media pages and beyond. We try to find the news that matters most to Jesus. <laughs> I just wanted to throw that out there because it got said last time. We try to find the news that matters most to both us and our voters, and we encourage our legislators to not only listen, but to also act on what they hear. That means you too, Jesus. I'm your host, Joshua Hyde, and with me today are the greatest professor of all time, <laughs> Alexander Cohanan, also known as Professor X. We have the greatest writer of all time, Mr. Anthony Arnold, a.k.a. The Goat. And we also have the greatest he-him of all time, Nick the Homie, or as some would say, Nick the Perfect. <laughs> Gentlemen. I would say that. I would say, I would say, <laughs> gentlemen, we have some shit to talk about today. Yeah, we have some shit to talk about. So, as you are aware, Trump's tax returns were finally revealed, and I got some shit to say. <laughs> so, let's talk about it. Uh, here's my little blurb. After years <laughs> of refusing to release them, we finally have our hands on Trump's tax returns. It gives us a lot of information that many people, myself included, saw coming. But it also gives us some insight into the need for transparency in the world of politics. People can say anything even if their actions don't match up with those words. There aren't always a lot of methods in holding them accountable. This leads to distrust and cynicism among the various voting bodies. I want to talk about that. But first, let's talk about the poll. All right. The poll is also a Trump poll. So this is uh, one of our most recent polls. So Tyler is a voting rights advocate. They're originally from the state of Wisconsin, but works and lives between London and Washington, D.C. They are concerned about the recent turn of events with the January 6th commission and their attempt to not allow former President Trump to run for or hold any public office. Tyler explains, I just don't think anyone should be prohibited from running for office, just like I don't think anyone should be prohibited from voting. It just seems that it will set a precedent with future repercussions our contemporary emotions won't allow us to think through. Further, I think that if there is any reprimand as far as not being able to run for office, it should come from the voters, of course, but mostly from the representing party. I'll just leave the quote there. So what do you think? Should there be a punishment levied against Donald Trump that would include not allowing him to run for any public office? Or do you think President Trump should be allowed to run for office and trust voters to make a just decision. I am going to start with this <laughs> because my answer, just like it was way back when, is an emphatic hell no. No, we shouldn't be allowed to run. No, we shouldn't hold any office. And the reason why may not be the reason that a lot of you might be thinking, yes, I don't like Trump. And I'm going to spend a portion of this episode trying not to shit talk him because that's one of my general penchants. I understand. I, we, I, I recognize that we have voters that support him. I'm not even saying there's anything wrong with those people. I'm saying there's a problem with Trump himself. But, but, if I feel like you should, because this is about both voting and about uh, running running right. for and holding office. My 
my issue is with both of these things. If you engage in voter fraud, you should not be allowed to vote. If you cause problems in office, you shouldn't be allowed to be in office. Period. Point blank. It has nothing to do with whether or not we should limit the rights of people. It's about them proving themselves to be untrustworthy. And so we should no longer trust them with those rights. If if you, as an example, go buy a gun and kill people, your right to go out and buy a gun and kill people is revoked. As an example, if you fuck up in office, you're supposed to be removed from office. I mean, you would think. <laughs> like that, that's how that's supposed to work. And so this this has literally nothing to do with Trump himself. It's about the fact that I believe Trump has done things that should warrant him from no longer holding a public office, just like people who engage in voter fraud should no longer be allowed to vote. It's not about whether or not I'm limiting your rights. It's about you. It's about the fact that you as a person have proven yourself to not not be able to withstand that right. And so it should be taken from you. All right. Welcome. Okay. Alex. Um, you should, I say, I agree with Josh on, uh, on, uh, I say, uh, in the conclusion, uh, arrived through an entirely different mechanism. <laughs> All right. Um, so, uh, you just shouldn't people like, you just shouldn't be able to put people in a, like in a situation to like make bad decisions. <laughs> you should like the system, like the system should protect people from their own worst impulses. It should, yes. I so agree I say, like, uh, so I say, no, so no, he shouldn't be able to hold office because, uh, it, like, it puts it puts people in a position where they could choose to, like, choose a criminal to hold office, and that just shouldn't be a thing we allow to happen. Though, as I've noticed in you before, you can run for office from prison. I, I know, I know. It makes me very upset. Being convicted of a felony does not disqualify you from running for president. <laughs> Being in prison does not disqualify you from running for president. This is ridiculous, and yet, this is the law. I mean, <laughs> and and you know what? Like, in that situation, I, I, re I would respect the will of the people if they decide to put someone who is in prison in office. Clearly, they have I convinced wouldn't. enough people that that is a good idea. <laughs> mm -hmm. I fully wouldn't respect that, that opinion at all. If someone said, I'm going to run from, from office from prison, and everyone said, sure, I would look at every single person who said sure and be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's the same way I look at people granted, when they voted for Trump the granted, first time. I, I said the same thing. Granted, not everyone who's in prison is in prison because they're a bad person or did something wrong. However, however, if you can't vote after you've committed a felony, I don't think you should be able to run for office after you've done a felony or worse. That also feels like an you gotta odd... you got to be consistent. Yeah, I want the that, consistency That, that feels kind of odd. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I agree it, with that. It's a, it is very weird. Um, but Nick, I am I, I don't want to. What what is your answer to the poll? Nick? I have a feeling what I imagine what your answer to the poll will be. <laughs> oh my no, that was a response to, to what Josh said. Um, so my answer to the poll question is actually I kind of emphatically agree with what Josh initially said. I think if you're gonna commit voter fraud, you shouldn't be in office. Second thing I have to say is Tyler is not from Wisconsin. He's from Madison or Milwaukee. Uh, if you're from Wisconsin, you don't think like this. <laughs> so let me just put that out there. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, Josh said everything that I would have would have said. 
Well, I mean, I think I don't want to spend too long. I want to give us plenty of time to get into other things. I I think the issue comes in like how do you do this? So like the 14th Amendment technically allows for disqualification from holding public office, though it's not, the 14th Amendment was really meant for post-Civil War. And it's never really been applied outside of that. It was meant to prevent former Confederate uh, officials or Confederate like traitors from holding public office. It's part of the Civil War amendments. And it's never been applied outside of that context. Um, because Congress are cowards? Right, basically. <laughs> I mean, more or less, that's basically the reason. And it's not clear. No one knows if you, if you can even apply or how it even works. So we don't actually have a mechanism like what Tyler's talking about in the poll, we don't actually have a mechanism to stop someone like Donald Trump from running for president. The mechanism is like voters don't vote for that person. Like that is a mechanism. We don't actually have a formal mechanism to stop it. Yeah, and we can't trust the voters to do that. We used to have the part. I right. talked about this before. When the parties were stronger, they could institute more internal checks. But what, what the poll is talking about, what, what he's expressing is like he says he can't believe the Republican Party hasn't stopped Trump. Well, we have weakened the party's ability to control their own So that's processes. not the parties are weaker than they used to be. Yes, but um the because the so in the same way uh, a couple episodes we talked about like you know Kirsten Cinema being like, I'll right. run as an independent. Right. She's been like at any point during two thousand during two thousand fifteen, they could have said just you they could have derailed derailed the whole Trump train and just been like, You're not a Republican, get out. We're not going to, we're not going to put you, we're not going to, we are not going to recognize, like, we are going to revoke your membership and you're not, you cannot run as a Republican. You are not a Republican out and just been done with it. But I don't know if they could have. And I they, said before, they, they did try to stop Trump. Well, they, yes, they say the problem is they would have made their voters mad. Yes. And they didn't want to, like, they didn't want to do that. And they would have probably inspired him to run third party, which they also didn't want to do. I understand, like, in the same right. way, like, as I, I understand right. why, but I just want to, like, recognize, oh, no, you, you say Republicans, like, the not, not, some, right. some of you voters, but, like, uh, the, I say, like, the institution, no, 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 you, you are to blame here. You, you put victory over us, uh, say you put victory over principle, and that's on you. But as we talk, and I'll, I'll leave it here as we talked about before if the voters want, if the voters in a party want a traitorous madman, that is who they will get. The party, with how we have changed the way the parties the parties can operate, <clears throat> if, if, if the Republican voters want Donald Trump to be their nominee, that is who that, that's it. They don't have a whole lot at this point to stop them. That's how we've arranged it at this point. We used to have more, again, we, the parties used to have more power to stop these sort of things, and they kind of didn't use that well all the time, and so we took it from them. And now we're like, I don't know, man, voters, is in your the ball's in your court now, so don't vote for the insurrectionist. <laughs> or do. That's up to you guys. But... It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. Correct. Maybe it shouldn't yes. be. Yes. Well, I'll say, uh, there's a thing in system design called, uh, I'll say, user error is is design error. I mean, and so you should design your systems to not allow for catastrophic user error. And, and on that note, <laughs> that's I, say, I don't want to take it. I want to give us plenty of time for the, the tax stuff. I, I, say, I just want to throw one, like, one, one more <laughs> comment and just been like, 
when window like when you press delete on windows it asks you are you sure you want to delete this and you're like good design i still have the power to do it but i have a prompt like and I say, you and, sure you want to do this i say and i say and uh i say and windows will not allow you to like uninstall wind like uninstall your operating system it just won't allow you to do it because some things are forbidden but what is that 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 if not the primary system we hold like dozens and dozens of primaries over months after month after month and you are choosing month after month after month you are hitting yes do you want to elect Donald Trump as your nominee yes okay we're going to ask you again in two weeks (laughs) yes we're going to ask you in two months yes and then we go to the general election and you're still choosing to delete democracy damn it then delete it. We asked you like a hundred times and you chose yes every time. And that's, know, say, and that's what I'm saying. Like this system just shouldn't allow it. Like you should protect people from their own worst impulses and been like, no, uh, this is a bridge too far and we just won't allow you to make this decision. All right. I think additionally, and this is the last thing I'll say, last thing I'll say, if the 14th <laughs> amendment is about treason, I think this counts. <laughs> I think yes. this is a situation. This counts. Yes. I mean, you would think. <laughs> One would ex- one would hope. <laughs> one yes. would hope. Yes. So that was the poll. They yes. come out every Friday. Every Friday. Every Friday. Uh, we like hearing what you guys think about those. Uh, it's it's one of the ways in which we we like to interact with y'all. So I'm gonna go ahead and kick it over to Professor X over here. So we were Let's talk gonna, about some trends. Well, we were gonna talk about social media, but after that, <laughs> we're gonna talk about George Santos. Uh, Ah, yes. Yes. Uh, So for those uh, uninitiated or unfamiliar, uh, George Santos is a uh, currently sitting congressman for, uh, I say, Republican uh, from the state of New York who who lied during his election a lot about everything. Uh, My favorite quote is um he claimed to be Jewish and uh, is a um uh, he's described himself as a proud American Jew only to find out it's not Jewish and when confronted with it he's Catholic yeah yeah say yeah uh, he is in fact uh, he's in fact Catholic um that uh when confronted about it he said I never claimed to be Jewish only Jew ish. <laughs> Incredible. You know, when I said I was Jewish, I meant I'm. When I said I was Jewish, I meant I'm Jewish. I'm adjacent to Jews. <laughs> Just wild. <laughs> well then, yeah, that's what he said. Um, oh. he uh, also claimed to that he graduated from a uh, Horace Mann School, which is uh, a school in the Bronx. Um, he did not, in fact, graduate. From Horace Mann. Correct. He didn't even attend Horace Mann. Oh. Um, he, in fact, uh, um, went to CUNY. There's another school in New York. Um, he uh, described himself as a seasoned Wall Street financier and investor and claimed that he worked at Goldman Sachs and Citigroup. He never directly worked with either of those. He worked with a company that was contracted by them. Oh, right. Uh, he also uh, claimed that he uh, was working in the uh, 
financial sector. Like he had worked in the financial sector. He was a customer service agent for Dish Network. He worked a call center in Queens. <laughs> financial services. <laughs> I've heard of it's, it's, it's financial service ish. He uh, exactly. so he he claimed that he owned thirteen rental properties where tenants had not paid rent in a year. Yep, he owns no such properties. Yes, yeah. lied about everything. He lied about everything. And, he also and, claimed that he had a brain tumor. He does not. Uh, he is well. I uh, say he has not. Prov- uh, say there is no medical evidence to show that he has ever had a brain tumor. Like Donald based on the way he's lying, I'm inclined to believe that one. <laughs> and and right. you and you wonder why, as I said before, there is a need for transparency <laughs> in politics. That's why this one came up. That's why I think. Um. Because here's the thing. <laughs> There's nothing to stop someone from lying during the campaign. It's not a crime. There's a, I say, uh, now he has been charged with crimes relating to fraud. fraud in Brazil. Right. Um, because his family is from Brazil. Right. Um, however, the there are no there's no talk about uh indicting him for anything else because uh there's not a lying lying during an election is just not a crime. It's not a crime. Like like there, there was talk about not seating him, but but that, that that went out the window last night. Right, that went out the window last night. You are like there's nothing to stop someone from just lying during a campaign. Nothing at all. And not just lying about like, you know, like you're, you know, not the regular politician lying where I will be a per- champion of the people. I'm like it, uh, I will per- I will stand up I will I will stand up for Indiana values or right. you know insert state here I mean, like <laughs> like there's you know uh like like there there are like those lies which you like you kind of expect and like you know but like you know no like was um, the fluff words yeah I uh say so, uh, did did you know that uh, I worked for Harvard <laughs> exactly basic biographical information. <laughs> Like there's, we're not used to someone lying about that, but there's nothing that can stop them. That's like, like you know, in, in principle, like the the press will stop you. Like you know, like right. the like uh, if you lie, like the reporter will do their due diligence and they'll report it, and you will get sunk. Yep. Except. Um, or opposition research will catch right, it. Right, yeah. Opposition research. Yeah, say opposition research will, will catch it. Except uh, when it doesn't, and you're like, "Well, now what?" Yeah. Now we what? just have a pathological liar in Congress, and we can't do anything about it because, again, we don't have a recall system. Correct. Yeah, but clearly we need one. He just gets to like say he was sitting in he's just he's a sitting member of Congress. He is he like he gets all of the things that like all the regular protections that members of Congress get. Yeah. The problem is that the the party that would the the body that would have to vote on the recall system is is Congress. Yep. <laughs> they are yeah. not in a hurry to implement no. A recall system that would remove them from power. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No. You could ma- say no. You could maybe do one at the local level, 
and been like, uh, the state, put it in the state constitution that you have the ability to withdraw congressmen because they are elected. They are federal officials, but they are elected at the state level because there isn't a federal election. Yeah. I mean, this is something we're going to circle back to because I know I'm going to bring this up when we talk about the tax thing. What they are afraid of in instituting the rule is that the rule would be abused by other members of Congress who would like want people that disagree with them out or something. Yeah. Yeah. And this, we're going to talk about this when we get to the taxes, because this is where the transparency stuff runs into a mess is because transparency can be weaponized. And that is why people are afraid of transparency measures in part because it can be weaponized by people with unpure motives for calling for more transparency. And that it, we're going to we're going to talk about that because I think that relates to some of what's happened with the tax returns. So uh, that's uh, that's the trend. <laughs> All right. So um, I I figured uh, we would have like responses to the situation as a whole. Yeah. And so that's where I figured I'd start. And then I had uh a couple of kind of pointed questions which may yeah. change depending on where the conversation goes but i want to go ahead and just kind of tell you guys my initial thoughts once i because i didn't read all of them it's like thousands of pages of nonsense but like the the general takeaways from it were everything i had assumed they would be and everyone who kind of knows who trump is and why he is the way he is probably also kind of saw that coming like he's not like the super great businessman he says that he is, and like no. things aren't going as well as he would like to let you believe that they are, no. and that you know he does not pay as much in taxes as he would like to let people believe they do, and there are clearly several like fucking gifts that were written off as you know things <laughs> in the taxes. And just like all the all the typical things you would assume people who abuse the tax system do. Yep. And I I really wish this would have happened when he was in office. Because I wonder if that would have changed so much of the general perception right. of him. And I wonder how much it changes it now. I mean because I feel like, and this is this is just me me speaking purely off of myself. Yeah, I feel like Trump supporters are fanatical. Yeah, and I think it doesn't matter what is found out about him; they like something about him enough to follow him regardless. Correct. And so that's why I think if it had happened while he was in office and while he was still effectively the leader of the nation, if that would have changed anything while he was still actively working. I don't think it would have, no. I don't think it would have changed anything. I, I mean, so my my reaction to the tax returns has, there's like two directions. There's one which is very similar to yours, which is like Donald Trump has benefited from the kind of like loophole abusing tax fuckery that people of a certain economic class all benefit from. Yep. Like he is not unique at all. You could probably... Almost 
virtually probably almost every member of Congress to some degree benefits from some sort of weird tax fuckery that, and so the call, if the point of transparency is to identify the ways in which the tax system is legally abused so that we can then reform the tax system and like the IRS, I'm, I'm all here for that. But that's not what was behind the initial calls for his tax returns. That's fair. It was about Russia. Like, that's what Chuck Schumer said on the floor of the Senate in 2018. So this is after that disastrous, embarrassing Helsinki meeting where, like, Trump came out and was like, I believe Vladimir, that he didn't interfere in the election. And Schumer himself was like, there's nothing that could explain why he did this. That's why we need to see his taxes. The implication was that in his tax returns, Russia has obviously paid him. That's what was behind the initial push for the tax returns. It wasn't about some high-minded transparency for the sake of fixing the IRS and the tax system. It was about, well, we think he's being paid off by Russia or has, like, Russian assets in his tax returns. And that's not what was in his tax returns. We knew that as far back as 2020 when the New York Times had him leaked to him. Like, that's not what was there. So there is this part of me that goes, like, this is why we can't have nice things like transparency because some people want to abuse them for political gains. They don't want his taxes to reform the tax code. They want his taxes because they want to catch him doing Mm. something that they think is bad. Mm. And that is not a good reason to call for tax returns. That's not a good reason for transparency. I disagree. No, because they Chuck Schumer doesn't want to close the sort of tax holes, tax loopholes that, Trump benefits from and that he may benefit from and that lots of his donors benefit from. He wanted to call for tax returns because he was like, well, I think he's being paid by Russia. Well, because he's a criminal. Yeah. But that it wasn't about him being a criminal. That's not why they wanted that. That was not what led to the call for Trump's taxes. And I say, and I say, and I say, uh, a I would argue this is like a quadri, a quandary of let's say right of um let's say of intent yeah. and um um and and ends right and it's like and you, uh, so I totally agree with you like the like the like the like intent matters but I'll also just be like but the ends are remove a criminal like a remove a criminal from a like from the like say from a, like one of the most powerful offices in the let's say in, in the world and I don't much care what the means are for I'll say what the means are for that. But that or, hasn't sorry, I don't much care about the intentions for how like for the means. But that isn't the impact. Like the impact hasn't been that because they 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 could not find what they wanted to find and they don't care about what they did find. I think us in this podcast we are upset about the legal tax fuckery that Donald Trump benefits from. And we think that alone should be disqualifying. It should be because he abuses the legal tax code to improperly benefit himself at the expense of the normal common taxpayer. But they don't care about what they actually found because they didn't find him being paid by Russia. Which is what they were looking, which is directly, what they were looking yeah. for. So the impact that we would like it to have won't happen because their intent was bad. 
Well, that, that's why the story has gone away. No one's like reporting on his tax returns because like, well, there was nothing about Russia. There was nothing that said like Vladimir Putin signed a check and said to 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 Donald with love. Like they're <laughs> like they were like, we didn't find a million dollar donation from Vladimir Putin. We don't care. All we found was him not paying any income tax. I mean, I think that's a big deal, but apparently you guys don't. <laughs> but I think like that that might be the difference in in what Alex is saying. Like they're they're while they that may not be the impact that they wanted, it has a very different impact for us because we can now see it. Right. But only if they continue to report on it. But they they're like not reporting on his tax returns because then they'd have to report on, you know, every other wealthy person's tax returns. Like I'm, like none I mean, of I this think is they should. But. I mean they should. Like like it was years ago when um I forget it. Oh, I've totally forgotten. Warren Buffett was like, I pay less taxes than my secretary. Yeah, yeah. I, I pay uh, less percentage. Less percentage than my secretary. Warren Buffett had, like told you guys what the game was. This isn't, there's nothing in Trump's taxes that is remotely surprising. It's like, yeah, a rich guy has abused the tax code to not pay taxes. I mean, yeah. That sounds about right. Sounds about right. And so I'm not saying like, like I don't know. I think transparency is, Transparency is admirable unless you weaponize it for purely political gain, at which point we don't get to have transparency anymore because you've weaponized it improperly and it will go away. Yeah, but then like... Additionally... Oh, sorry, go ahead, Jeff. No, you're you're good. Uh, I think additionally, like, voters and stuff think they want transparency. You might actually, but I'm saying, like, the general voter thinks they want transparency, but they don't. They want someone who echoes what they believe. That's That was the big thing with Trump initially and his voters. They're like, oh, well, he just says what's on his mind. He's so transparent, speaks the truth when he was just saying what they wanted to hear. And like, I think that's one of the big issues when it comes to the idea of transparency is like, yeah, it can be weaponized, but being genuine doesn't work as well as it's made out to be. Right. And, but even with this, like Trump said when he was running initially, he said, like, I cheated on my behalf and now I want to like cheat on your behalf. He basically said this when he was running. He was like, yeah, I used to abuse the system. I want to abuse it on your behalf. He's not, like, what? That was his whole shtick. was like, yeah, I mean, I used to work the shit out of the tax code. Duh. I think I got all this money. <laughs> like y'all partially my dad, partially the tax. Right. Like, I, y'all know what this is. I have all sorts of bullshit write-offs. <laughs> Duh. And they say he didn't work for his money. Right, exactly. He worked the and tax so, code for it. Right, I mean he did. And so like I I support transparency. But only if it I support it if it has the right aims. And I support it if it's applied to everyone like how again how many people in congress have seen their net worth mysteriously rise when they become a congressman what what, what do we think is happening here like, like what do people think the mechanic is where your net worth multiplies many times over you get paid but you're not getting paid like a million dollars a year like what do you think is happening bribery i think bribery is happening <laughs> bribery insider information 
general abuse of the tax code, like that that's the mechanism by which Congress people become really, really rich the minute they become Congress people. That's what's happening here. So take this, apply all this that you wanted to do for Trump, apply this to everybody. Well, yeah. That's what we want. Yes. That's not what they wanted. Yes. <laughs> so, but like, what I say? I just one, one more bit, Josh. That's being like, but if the result is, but if the, like, if we agree at the ends that he say that he, like, the criminal, the criminal does not get to be president anymore. I don't really care how we, like, we got Al Capone on mail fraud. I don't care how we get Al Capone in, in jail. I just want him in jail. And I think that's okay. That's not, I do want it through like a relatively legal means, but like, I do want, like, right. I know what you're saying. <laughs> but like, but I think that's actually a really good, ex I think that's actually. I think that actually illustrates where I think the divide between like you and I, for instance, is the FBI wanted to throw Al Capone in jail. So they didn't much care what crime they got him on. They're like, we are throwing him in jail no matter what crime we get him on. Our goal is to throw him in jail by any crime necessary. <laughs> like, that's fine by us. Tax fraud, jaywalking, we don't much care. <laughs> the goal was not to disbar Donald Trump from running for office. The goal was to catch him getting paid by Russia. Yeah, because it's a if, bad goal. Right. If we were to disqualify members of Congress from tax fuckery, we'd have to disqualify a lot of members of Congress. And I think all of us in here would be okay with that. We would all be super <laughs> okay with that, I think. So, like, okay. So, maybe asking for, like, blanket transparency is too idealistic. And I think that's fair. Uh, that's not the, the opinion I came in here with when we started this conversation. However, I do think there needs to be something in place to prevent situations where people just flat out lie during campaigns and nothing happens because of it. No. I do feel like there needs to be something done about people, not even just people who were, who are tax fuckering, but just like there, there needs to be a way to hold people accountable. And the only way that we have right now is voting power. That's the only thing that we can do is yep. vote. And we only have a limited number of times to do that. I can't just be like, we'll call up a new vote right now because Trump did something I don't like. That's not, that's not how that works. Like so a like, recall system. Yeah. Like a recall system. And so I'm not even saying that like I'm trying to clear out all of our government, even though I technically am like what, what I, what I would really want are just ways that we as common folk can hold elected officials responsible for mistakes that they make, because let's just be honest. If you're going to say, regardless of who you are, if you're going to like lead on a platform of a campaign saying that you're a proud Jew <laughs> and then it's looked into only to find out that you're a fucking Catholic. Jew-ish. That's <laughs> dumb. Like, that was a mistake. You shouldn't have done that. And you should, we should be allowed to remove you from office because that's a blatant lie. What else are you blatantly lying about? That dude's case, everything. Like, <laughs> like, the fact that he exists in Congress is a failure of our government. 
Yes. Yes. I yeah. think I think it would be interesting. To, I think it would be interesting to implement some sort of like soft recall system akin to like a court where the the word of the recall system is if you're caught being excessively fraudulent and then the trial follow-up is to determine where excessively fraudulent line is. That way you can't abuse people who are embellishing who you just don't like. And it does leave room for people to be able to get away with it. But I think in a lot of cases, specifically this guy's case, people would go, yeah, that's excessive. So it's fun. Uh, it's funny you say that. So, um, Brief, let's see, brief aside, no, we need to wrap it up soon. Um, so, uh, the, the the last thing of the January 6th committee was to suggest uh, that Donald Trump should be charged with crimes. Um, so, they've made an say This is this by itself is um, uh, unprecedented because Congress has never suggested that a president should be charged with crimes. Um, any other, like Nixon was like, nope, I just resigned. And they were like, uh, and then, um, was it Ford? Ford, Ford, yeah. Ford pardoned him afterwards. So like, it, like you couldn't charge him with crimes. Um, but then, uh, now it goes to the justice department and they're going to make their decision based upon whether or not they think they can convict him because that's like, like their lawyer, like in the same way that like you care about your record in, uh, in Pokemon Showdown, in Destiny, like you care about your rankings. Well, the the lawyers care about their like care about their case history, yeah, they, they and so they only they care about it yep. if they can win. Yeah. And so the question becomes like, well, do we like? So the, the question of are we going to actually charge Donald Trump for like accountable for his actions comes down to do a bunch of lawyers think that they can convince a jury, um, not let's say first a jury, then the as like and then um the appellate court yep. and then the supreme court that the like that he committed crimes yeah <laughs> i think they could, i think they'd be able to convince the first two i'm not <laughs> so certain on the supreme court so as i so like but this idea of like well we need to kind of like systems that like like, e like formal or informal systems of holding people accountable and it's like i you're asking an awful lot of a system that uh can't even like they can't hold that whole can't hold people accountable for crimes. I mean, yeah, with any consistency. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, I just dis. For the record, Nick, I disagree. I don't even know if you can get them in a court. I don't know if you can find eleven people who are unbiased. First off, first yeah. off, jury selection <laughs> is going to be a nightmare. Like, so I say. Yeah, and so now, now I do. I say now I totally agree with you. I think the answer is that you, you say you need to convince lawyers that like your case record doesn't matter, and you have an obligation to do this. Right. Um. Yeah. And, and I say and uh, you have to like the been like well we can't decide if this person broke the law. Cool. That's what the jury is for. Try them. Try it. Yeah. You have no. Like I say you have nothing to lose but your dignity. I mean, that's yeah. all lawyers care about. I mean, Actually. you're not wrong, but like, like, but well, that's, that's my point. That was what I was making. That was the statement I was making, though. It's not not that I think that they could find an impartial jury and get that far, but the lawyers would believe themselves able to do it up to the Supreme Court. That is true. 
That you're right about that. Yeah. We'll see. It, God, I mean, I know something you and I had talked about was like Alex, the need for formal and informal punishments, like you just mentioned. I mean, because of the complexity of like dealing with transparency, for instance, right? So, because that's was the, the theme, right? Yeah. Transparency works best with. I think it it works best when wedded with with formal and informal mechanisms. Like sometimes the push for transparency can reveal things that you don't have a formal way of dealing with, but that you just need to internally check. Like George Santos being a lying ass liar or Donald Trump being a ridiculous tax cheat. Like, look, is that stuff? It's not illegal to use loopholes, but it should be disqualifying in an informal way. But you need informal mechanisms of punishment to deal with what transparency might unveil. The idea that we can have transparency and then run everything through a formal legalistic punishment is like, that's not going to work. Your formal mechanisms aren't that strong. They're not that good. There's not that many of them. Um, so when people start thinking about like transparency and the good of it, think about so you unveil something bad and then what? What what is the mechanism you have to deal with what you may uncover in the transparency process? I mean, hopefully, if it's bad enough that there is some kind of formal action that needs to be taken and that formal right. action gets taken. But I think you're right in that if this thing gets revealed, there might just be like a change in how the party treats you right. or uh, there like you may not be, you know, the head Democratic candidate anymore right. or like I, I think that there 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 should be punishments even if they're not specifically right. criminal exactly because there aren't always ways to make things criminal right like a dude lying about being Jewish it's not illegal it's just immoral it's it's, <laughs> it's <laughs> unfortunate it's and just messed yes, up we should punish him for it but yeah it, it's it's there's not technically a crime there right you could lie about having a brain tumor just like you could lie about having bone spurs. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> you could. And uh, on wait, that note, I, I said, I said, I wouldn't, I said, I wouldn't shit talk him. I'm no, clearly one, getting in the mood. That's draft dodging. <laughs> that is a crime. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever. <laughs> Either way, uh, this podcast, like all of our others, has been brought to you in part by AIAG Productions, studio for podcasters and musicians, and of course. Pointcast News. To listen to any of our other podcasts, please go visit our website at pointcast.news, where you can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Also, be sure to like and follow us on Facebook for more podcasts, articles, and polls like the one we covered today. Thank you guys for joining me in the studio. He, him, Nick the homie, thank you for joining us at home. Thank you all for listening wherever you are, and we will see you next time.